So you're saying, if you keep, why am I doing this all over yourself? You find yourself just stuck in the, why am I doing? And you just hypnotize, just doing it. And then you keep just, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? But if you just stop looking over here and you look over there and say, oh, how can I do that? How can I do that? Oh, this is step one. How can I do it? Oh, this is step two. How can I do it? Oh, that's step three. That's how I do it. Oh, how can I do better? How can I do better at this? Oh, oh, okay. So we have to ask ourselves better questions than limit ourselves with limiting statements. Your words will empower your actions. But the guilt for not doing the action is a replacement for the actual action. Which means if you, if you don't want to call someone, just feel bad about calling someone. And in your mind, your mind knows no difference between feeling bad about not calling someone and calling someone. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. Consistency. Are you consistent with yourself, your dreams, and your goals? That's what we're going to talk about. So keep tuning in. Hello, world. Happy Monday. It's another great day to be alive. It's another great day to thrive. And not just to survive. And I often do workshops and I talk about consistency, consistency, consistency. People ask me about consistency, consistency, consistency. What's the number one thing I struggle with? When I ask somebody, what's the number one thing you struggle with? I often hear the same answer, consistency. I'm not consistent with my goals. I'm not consistent, I'm not consistent. So my question for you is, is that you, do you feel consistent? Do you feel in tune? And do you feel in spirit with the things that you said you are going to do? So the truth is, we sometimes bash ourselves for the lack of consistency and we don't act upon being consistent. Let me repeat that again. We, most of the time, we love to bash ourselves for our lack of consistency, but we don't act upon the consistent actions. So we spend more time feeling bad about what we didn't do, what we should have done, what we could have done, but we don't do anything about making, doing what's supposed to be done. The very reason why you may not be consistent, it's because you are claiming that you're not consistent. The very reason why you may not remain consistent is because you believe that you're not a consistent person. It became your storyline. 
So that's why when I ask people what's the number one thing you struggle with is consistency. They saying that is a reflection of what they believe about themselves. At the end of the day, we all fall on and fall off, right? We fall on and we fall off. That's basic life way. Sometimes we're up, sometimes we're down, sometimes we're on the side, sometimes we go all the way around. It's part of life. We do fall off. But when we fall off, do we fall on a support? So that's why a lot of people say, I'm inconsistent, I'm inconsistent. And they fall off instead of following on or falling on something. Fall on your routine to get back to your consistency rather than fall off by giving all up. We bash ourselves more for being inconsistent than act upon being consistent. We dwell more in feeling bad about not doing something than actually doing it, which means guilt is literally robbing us of the act of achievement. So somebody want to ask me, okay, it's good to know that. Have you ever a binge ate? You ate something, you're in the kitchen, everybody's sleeping and you're about to eat and you don't want no one to know that you're eating. So you're binge eating and you're like, I don't want them to know. I don't want them to know. I don't want them to know. And instead of stopping eating, you just hide the eating. It's the same thing. We often want to, instead of stopping the action, we hide, right? We feel ashamed. We feel, we blame, right? Instead of acting, we, we tend to go in the pseudo action. So someone say, why do we tend to say, I'm not consistent, I'm horrible, I always do that, I'm big bone. I'm... Why do we always say that? Because it gives us like an exit. Rather than an act, we can just blame. Because that's kind of what our parents did when, to us when we was a kid. Rather than show us a way out of something, they made you feel for being in it. They made you feel bad for being in it. Rather than showing you how to not do something, you, gotten f you felt bad for doing so. So a lot of times, no one say, hey, come, I see you. Let's say a, a kid who was raised in the hood. I was raised in the hood, and I had no dad in my life to literally look over me and tell me what's right and what's wrong. So I'm following whoever's going to tell me what's right and they're wrong. I want to follow their version of what's right and what's wrong. And I'm just doing me. Nobody told me what's right and what's wrong, right? And instead of showing the kid how to go the right route, often the kid get blamed and get put in the system. I was watching a show, it's called Travelers, and they got a chance to go back to the past and to change the future, those travelers travel to the past to alter some events that would lead to greater detriment. So there was a kid, eventually he's supposed to be this uh, mass murderer or something, and he was on the road of cutting squirrel heads off and dissecting them. But the truth of reality is he was taught how to hunt and survive. When I first saw it, I was like, that's a serial killer in the making. But when I saw a second part of him being in the forest and using that skill to eat because he was a foster kid and he didn't have the food, he was surviving. I saw he's a survivor, not a killer. And then I was like, wow, look how my perception of this kid just shifted from I thought he was a killer, but now I'm seeing he's a survivor. 
So these people go back in the past and they were supposed to shoot the kid because he's gonna supposedly be a mass murder. So these travelers are with the kid and they're going to a restaurant, they're going to eat some food. And the person said, the owner of the restaurant said, you can't eat here because you've been stealing our cheese or peanut butter. So you can't eat here. You're welcome, but the kid is not welcome. So society was already bashing this kid as a hoodlum, as a thief, and they didn't see his struggle, but they only saw the action that was not leading to what they wanted. And instead of saying, hey kid, let me show you a better way, or let me feed you, or let me show you how to fish so you could feed yourself, they bashed the kid and they shamed the kid, and nobody ever stood up for this kid. So the traveler, which eventually went back to kill the kid, He's defending the kid. He's saying, have you ever tasted what hunger feels like? Because it obviously doesn't taste like anything but pain. Have you ever had a taste of hunger in your life before? And he punched the guy right in the face. And then I saw the kid's face, which was at first with disappointment, shame, and, and blame, and guilt. He was so down. And his, his, his face brightened up. His face just shifted. And it got me thinking, wow. One circumstance, one occurrence of an adult standing up for a kid shifted his entire life. And then the storyline shifted. So the people are from the future coming to the past trying to kill a kid who's supposedly going to be a mass murderer. And because of one interaction with the kid, the kid did not get shot, but the kid life direction was rerouted because an adult in his life showed care, compassion, and support for him. So he went back to kill a future mass murderer, but in reality, he saved because he altered, he shifted his life circumstance with an action. This is the same thing that we should do for ourselves. When we travel back in the past in our mind, which is what staying in the past is like, being in grief, being in pain, having a heartbreak instead of going to the past to blame and shame and guilt we should go to show a better direction so the same thing we don't want to continually say i'm never doing this i'm bad at doing this i'm inconsistent we want to say how do i shift how do i shift how do i intervene this way of being and then shift to another way of being it's about intervening your current state of being to shift towards another state of being rather than feeling bad about it. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. We say we're inconsistent so much just so we don't have to do the work of consistency. We say we don't have a specific skill just so we could escape from not doing it. If like, if your parents said, do you know how to cook this? And you didn't feel like cooking, you'd be like, uh, no, I don't know how to cook, I'm a horrible cook. And they'd be like, oh, never mind, never mind, I got this, I'll cook it. And it's like your spouse, See, I'm a horrible cook. So sometimes we're just making excuses for what we don't wanna do. I can't wake up earlier. I never, I, every time I try, I just, I can't wake up. We're making excuses because the excuse itself 
is an action. Someone said, I'm not acting on what I'm supposed to be doing. You're just acting on the excuse of not doing. So somebody says, okay, I get all of that. What do I do to be more consistent? Now we're getting to it. I want to split consistency to two parts, macro consistency and micro consistency. So macro consistency is your consistency overall. That's, let's say you were in school for 12 years and you're going to get your degree from 12 years of schooling. If you remain in school for 12 years, you are consistent in being a student. Don't let, ever let anybody tell you you're inconsistent as a student because you fell off for a week. If you went to school for 12 years, macroly, on the wide paradigm of things, you have been very consistent. Somebody's going to come up to you and say, you're very inconsistent with your homework. You could tell them, well, yes, I have been inconsistent this week, but look, the last year, I'm still here. I didn't drop out yet. It's like you're working out. You're like, yo, I haven't worked out this whole week. And then look at back in the year and said, this whole year, how much have I worked out? And when I did work out, what caused me to actually stick to it for that time? Then you're like, well, on a daily basis, there's a lack of consistency. But when I look at the whole picture, somehow I'm consistent towards going a specific direction, a route, a goal, uh, uh, somewhere to be, like something you want to hit. So micro consistency is your consistency in your day to day, in your week to week, and your month to month. That's your micro consistency. Your macro consistency is overall. So you're like, Oh, I used to say I'm inconsistent, but if I look at a macro perspective, I can now say I'm actually more consistent than I thought. You might say, I may say I've been inconsistent, but if I look at a micro way, I will say that I'm actually been doing a lot better than I did before. So now, how do you feel about yourself? Because you took this time to reflect and see that although you haven't been per se, a hundred percent consistent but you've been some way consistent we need to start diminishing the load the burden of feeling like a fake feeling like you're going against your word that's holding you back more than anything someone said i know what to do but i'm not doing it i know what to do but for some reason i just i'm just not doing it why am I not doing it when I know exactly what to do and I wake up with the intention of doing it, but I'm still not doing it? It's like, uh, the feeling bad about not doing it is why you're not doing it. You're turning the guilt into an action and you're living in the guilt rather than the result of what you can get if you act upon what you actually want to do. So you may say, why am I not doing it? Why am I not doing it? Ask yourself better questions, then limit yourself with limiting statements. Why am I not? Why am I not doing this? Why am I not doing this? It's the wrong question. The right question is, how can I start to do this? I said this all the time. Ask yourself better questions rather than limit yourself with negative statements or limit yourself with limiting questions 
So don't say, why am I, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? How can I do better? How can I do better? Let's just try changing that one word. You want something practical, right? Instead of saying, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I? If you're thinking about the problem, you're like, let me show you an example. What I realized was if you, if you put your feet on the ground and you start shaking the knee like this, right? This is your feet and you start shaking the knee. I'm doing it with my hand. But if you put your feet on the ground and you start shaking your, 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 if you start rocking, right? You heel up really fast. The more you start rocking really, really fast, eventually the faster you rock your, you rock on the, on the toes, the faster you keep doing that bouncing motion like this, it goes really fast, it goes really fast, it goes really fast, it goes really fast, up until the point where you actually can't determine the movement. You don't even know how you're moving your leg because you don't even feel yourself moving the leg anymore because you're just, you're just like rocking on the toes, bouncing on the toes. So that's what it is when we do, when we stuck in limiting beliefs, we keep saying, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? It's like, you're rocking it. I wish I can show you my feet, but I can't. You're like, why is my feet keep bouncing up and down like that? And you're just bouncing your heel, your, your knee, right? And you're like, well, I'm not even controlling it anymore. It went to automatic switch. If you do a movement long enough, you start, you start to don't even feel that you're doing the movement. So you're saying, if you keep, why am I doing this all over yourself? You find yourself just stuck in the, why am I doing? And you just hypnotize, just doing it. And then you keep saying, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? But if you just stop looking over here and you look over there and say, oh, how can I do that? How can I do that? Oh, this is step one. How can I do it? Oh, this is step two. How can I do it? Oh, that's step three. That's how I do it. Oh, how can I do better? How can I do better at this? Oh, oh, okay. So we have to ask ourselves better questions than limit ourselves with limiting statements. Your words will empower your actions. But the guilt for not doing the action is a replacement for the actual action. Which means if you, if you don't want to call someone, just feel bad about calling someone. And in your mind, your mind knows no difference between feeling bad about not calling someone and calling someone. Maybe you've never, maybe nobody ever said this to you before and you might not believe me. But the very act of feeling bad about not calling someone to you is a replacement for not calling them. So feeling bad about not doing an action is an action. And reinforcing that over time is not gonna help you. So how do you feel good? To feel good, you need an action and a result, a cue, a routine, a reward to get your level of consistency. Someone said, okay, I've had a cue, I had a routine, I had a reward, I had a whole nice morning routine. I wake up and I do this and I do that. And it worked for me for a little bit, but then it didn't work again. It worked for me then, it didn't work. I've had those fluctuating moments, waking up at 5 a.m., doing the Qigong, doing the journaling, being on point. And then I had times where I'm off point. I'm like, what's wrong? What I realized was the more time I felt guilty and what's wrong, what's wrong with me, I got stuck. The rut is realizing your untapped 
talents. Realizing your untapped talents. Rut. Realizing your untapped talents and not doing anything about them. It's like, that's a rut. Because other people call it normal life. But you call it a rut because you're realizing your untapped talents. You're like, I could be doing this, but I'm stuck here. So you're stuck in the realizing and you're not in the action, in the doing. Rut, realizing your untapped talents. You're like, I can be doing this. I can have this life. I can be really healthy. I can be really well. Wow, I can really do this. But you're just realizing it. And not doing anything. So to realize your untapped talents and to not act upon them, to realize your untapped potential and to not act upon them is being stuck in a rut. It's like being in a well. You see the light and you know you just have to build the steps out of there. But it feels so much better to just feel bad about yourself. Pity is a replacement for some people to action. If I feel pitiful, if I ask for your pity and I feel good because you you resonate, you feel it, then I don't have to act. You know what I mean? It's like your mom kisses you when you get the boo-boo. Are you kissing your boo-boos in life or are you getting a Band-Aid? Are you getting hydrogen peroxide or are you cleaning it up? You don't want to stick in a looking at the scar than doing something about it. Now, I keep repeating this over and over, and maybe you're frustrated about it. Maybe not. Reason why I keep repeating it is because that's where it lies. Someone says, I need to build a consistent routine. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. One, be conscious. Become conscious. Be aware. The reason why sometimes we're not consistent is because our awareness has shifted. Our focus is diluted and we're no longer, we don't even know what's going on. So you got back to the loop and you have no idea you got back to the loop. And you're like, I'm trying to be more consistent. I'm trying to be more consistent. And then you still just find yourself realizing your untapped talents. That's primarily because you haven't set specific things for you to do. So I wish I, I could show you my journal. But to be consistent is to start before you finish. To be consistent is to have the day finished before you start. To be consistent is to be aware so you can have the day finished before you start. Jermon says, don't start the week until you have it finished. We talked about macro and micro consistency. If you don't know the macro vision, it's hard to take the micro step towards that vision. So a lot of times we're not consistent. It's not because we're not doing the right things daily, but we're not consistent because we don't know what to do daily to get to what goal that we don't have. A road, if there is no destination, where are you going? If there was no destiny, what are you walking to? If there's no purpose, what are you even grinding for? That's why we have to define the goal, the purpose. What you're trying to accomplish. Is it just, are you just trying to live your best life? 
I heard that all the time. I want to live my best life. But we're like, I want to live my best life. I got to do this. I want to live my best life. I got to go there. I want to live my best life. I got to buy this. I want to live my best life. I got to be with. I want to live my best life. I got to. So every time, every time we think about living our best lives, we're thinking about all the things we have to do outside of us. We're not thinking about all the things that we have to build our best self. So sometimes we're so stuck on outside like things we want to accomplish or the goals are so external that you never feel consistent because you're not physically traveling to the destination. But when the destiny shifts within and you're like living my best life is being in my best state. And every day you're like, wait, oh snap, how do I be in my best state? So now you're being more conscious. You're like, oh, I'm sitting here. I'm not in my best state. You're not saying, why am I always depressed? Why am I always tired? Why am I always, why am I always? Instead of saying that, you want to be like, yo, how can I, how can I have my best, how can I be in my best state today? How can I be the happiest today? That mentality shifts you and it gives you a more tangible action. And you're like, oh, boom, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to breathe. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go for a walk. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to eat some healthy food. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to have some tea. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go get me a massage. Oh, this is what I'm going to do. Once your desire becomes so attractive, the actions will simply follow. Once your desire becomes so attractive, the actions will automatically follow. But guess what? We can't let outside have too much control because, yeah, outside can be attractive, but you can't determine it. You can't control it. You don't have the ability to determine what the winds are going to be. You don't have that. So when we have all these, we're only tailoring our consistency towards an outside action. We can't build ourselves inside enough. We can't, we don't have enough ability to do it because we're just focused on all these other things. So that's why we shift. We shift with internal consistency so that we can be conscious so we can do the things we need to do. I realize that it all comes down to a clear mental state. If you're fogged up, you're gonna be out of whack. If you're fogged up, you cannot see. If you're fogged up, you're gonna feel out of tune. So to clear your vision, it's not to just set the destination, but it's, look, it's to look within and it's to detoxify how you're thinking, what you're saying to yourself, your emotions, how you're feeling, your hormones, you know what I mean, what you're eating. So once you're doing that, then you start to do the things that are in your best interest because you have so much clarity and consciousness. You're like, I'm so clear and conscious. So now I can do this. Oh, I'm so clear and conscious. I could build this business. I'm so aware now. Like all these ideas are just flowing. You already know what to do next because you're so clear. So when people ask about consistency, they just talk about consistency and doing these things. They talk about consistency and, and, and like being stuck and doing this routine and, you know, doing my to-do list. That's my consistency. Nobody is talking about being, they're not talking about their to-be list. When you talk about consistency, they're talking about the to-do list, but they forgot about the be list. So the goal now is, how can I be, right? How can I be more? How do I have an internal 
state of bliss consistently over time. When you start to focus on your mental health, your mentality shifts and what happens in your life shifts with it. So whatever you're trying to be consistent as, you may not be consistent because you're fogged up, not necessarily because you can't take an action. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. The truth of the matter is we're all taking an action, whether we like it or not. You're going to take an action today. You're going to take an action tomorrow. You're going to take an action the next day. So you're consistent with taking an action. You can't say, well, I don't, I normally think and think, but I don't act. Yes, you do act. You just not acting right. <laughs> Someone says, well, I'm always thinking about, I know what to do. You know, I know exactly what to do, but I just, I just don't act on it. Well, you know what to do. You don't act on it. You just need to act right. Someone said, oh, how do I act right? What's the right way to act? Be in tune with your values and be in tune in spirit with the vision. You be in tune with what you're trying to achieve. Have that clarity to see. Be conscious. The reason why there's a lack of consistency is because there's a lack of being aware. Have you followed that loop? You build habit loops in your life. And when you build a new habit loop, the old one is trying to defend itself. There's always a fight between your new habits and your old habits. The old habits do not want to give up their spot. The new habit is trying to make a space for himself. But the, as the new habit makes space, makes space, makes space, makes space. And then, boom, you're, you became unconscious again. And then now, the new habits are like, are like crumbling up, crumbling up, crumbling up. The old habits are like, oh, it's my time now. The old habits never go away. They're always there. So they're going to come back. And they're going to take over the new habits. And then you're like, ah, this, is, this is what the internal struggle is. It's a fight between your new self and the old self. Or your true self and your pseudo self. And you're like, oh. Mancho man, Mancho man. It's like every time you're trying to come outside of you, you're trying to sprout, you're being pushed down. You're trying to sprout, you're being pushed down. You're trying to sprout, you're being pushed down. That's what pe people say. I'm not consistent, but yeah, you're you're fighting yourself. And you're like, I'm working on it. Uh, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So there's a, there's a battle between your old self and your new self. But what if you just said, I'm working on it. 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 I am it. I'm am it. I am it. I'm taking over. I'm taking over. I'm taking over. I'm taking over. I'm expanding. I'm expanding. I'm expanding. Expand enough and be in tune enough so that you don't ignore the expansion. Because... You don't lose consistency when you stop acting. You lose consistency when you stop being conscious. I want you to write this one down. If you didn't write anything down before, you know, I like to take you through the whole thing, but 
It's about being more conscious. It's about being more aware. It's about knowing what's going on with you. And it's about asking better questions than limiting statements. You want to be more conscious. And you'll do the actions and act. So set one thing to be consistent with today. Making sure that you live in your best self. Best self. Not your best outside life. Not your best circumstance. But live in your best self. See how much more conscious you will be with a consistency of striving for your best self. See how much more joyous you will be with the consistency of trying to, of not trying, but feeling so still and in peace all day. Be consistent with that because that will keep you so aware that you will be able to be on top of things. You won't be get robbed by your subconscious mind. You won't get hypnotized by your habit loops. You won't get taken over. You won't get overtaken by your old habits and your old self because you've taken over yourself. Be your best you. Be your best you. It's not to live the best, living your best life. It's just being about being the best you because everything you do, everything you do, it's not a doing, it's the being that complements the doing. So I go to the pool. It's not the swimming that makes me feel great, but it's the inside, oh, I'm at peace. Oh, I'm so, I feel so good. Somebody gives me a hug. It's not necessarily the hug that makes me feel good, but I, I'm embraced. Um, oh, my heart is touching your heart. So it's the being. So we often think is the doing that gives us the result, but no, it's inside. Cause I can be in a party and it could be like, and then inside you're depressed. Whereas I can be in a party and I could be like, very serious face looking around, but I'm blissed out. I'm just having the most fun in my head. I'm living life. And you're outside, you're living life, but on my inside, I'm living life. And the more you can be consistent in yourself, the more you can be in the moment. And now the more you'll be able to do all the things you're trying to do. The problem is we're so stuck on human, on doing stuff. Where are human doing? We forgot that we're a human being. So make the desire to be your best self. The number one way to improve your consistency. I want to let you know that you've been consistent. Everybody say you're not consistent. You're not good. Your friends say you're not consistent. I told my, um, I told my dad that I was gonna, I have a show on TV and it's like on seven islands. And I'm like, I'm a talk show host. I'm like, I'm the next male Oprah. And the dad said, my dad said, it's not going to last long. That was like dropping a weight on my heart. And I was like, Damn, I was like, I did something great. I wanted your congratulations, but I was expecting him to be proud of me. But I had to automatically shift to being proud of myself. I had to see that, yeah, I know you don't say it's not gonna last long, but I'm gonna last long. I'm gonna be my best self. I'm gonna do these motivational videos and I'm gonna empower the world. I know you don't believe it, but I'm gonna build up my inside so that I can express outside. I'm gonna do it. 
So when I didn't get affirmation from outside, I built myself inside. The world is gonna tell you you're not consistent, but you have to prove within yourself that your consistency, whether it's macro or micro, whether it's like overall I'm really consistent, but day to day I need to look at that. You need to keep reaffirming your consistency and not your lack. What you focus on, that where you focus on energy flows, you want to focus on that action and not the laction. That's not a word, but focus on the action and not the lack. Remember, saying you're not consistent is a consistent thought that robs your consistent actions. Saying you're not consistent is a consistent thought that robs your consistent actions. So stop saying that. Number one, stop saying that. Number two, live your best self inside. The goal is to be consistent in your mental wellness. That will give you clarity, which leads to number three, which is conscious. Once you're clear, you become conscious and you will dictate your actions. And once you dictate your actions, you'll be aware and in tune. And that's how I'm gonna teach you in the next session, how to journal so that you can finish the week before you start it. That way you can set the goals you can set the actions, the objectives, and you can place them in the right time so you can do them so you can improve your consistency. But first, we have to work that self-talk, go back, work on the actions, and then implement those ways to implement the implementation strategy. All right? I'm going to answer one last question. How do you get to consistency? Give me the road to travel. And... The truth of the matter is consistency is not a destination. You're not trying to be consistent. That's where most people fall flat. They're like, I want to be more consistent. Consistent towards what? You can be more consistent at doing the wrong things. So consistency is not the destination. Consistency is the vehicle. It's the vehicle. Now, if your vehicle stop in the middle of the road and you're like, my consistency vehicle has broken down. You're like, oh my God, it's broken down. Try to call AAA. Try to fix it. Don't be like, oh, I don't, I'm not consistent. I don't have a consistent car in this world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fix the damn car and then get back on the road and keep traveling. You might stop again. Keep going. Stop again. Keep going. But the goal is to know when you've stopped. The problem is when you've stopped, you've rested in your mind. You're still going, but you was not conscious. So you didn't even realize it. The goal is you need to start realizing it. So journaling is a tool that allows you to see your consistency. It's writing down your mileage so that the road traveled is documented and the journal becomes a roadmap not just for your life not just for your future self but for your kids it becomes a roadmap for whoever you want it to go to and then in this roadmap whenever you feel really bad look at the times you were consistent and let that urge you I love to look at sometimes here and I look at my beast mode schedule and I'm like whoa this schedule is so beast that's so beast I'm like, wow, I was there last month. Oh, self-work, self-discipline, self-expression. I was there last month. I can be there again. Look what I wrote. I said, I look at the small section of good 
and dream of its expansion rather than look at the large portion of foolishness and dread at its demise. In other words, I focus on the positive things rather than negative things. I look at the small section of good and dream of its expansion rather than look at the large portion of foolishness and dread at its demise, which means I focus on the positive thing. Wow. Focus on the positive and not the negative. Focus on the journey and not the destination. And when you realize that if I'm consistent in the well state of being, I've arrived. I've succeeded because I've had a life worth living. I lived my best self. Somebody said, I'm broke though. Well, you're a broke and a happy person. Somebody said, how do I get rich? Well, you gotta come back for that. First, build your internal wealth. Then you have external wealth. The most successful people are not so successful and they're normally because of what they're, they did. They're not successful because they're, they're successful because of who they become. The type of person that they become became so powerful. Then they're like, oh, wow, I have so much internal power. I gotta show the world how powerful I am. So that's how I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, I'm, I got so much internal power. Let me show them how much power. So when you speak, you speak from an internal power. When you act, you act with internal power. And when you're living, it's just so powerful. And you're like, oh my God, I'm so powerful. Then you can look at people and say, did you know you're powerful too? And they're like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. I said, just look at my light. Look. Oh, they're like, oh, now I see it. Ah, now I see the light. So you gotta become the light by getting outside your darkness. Self-awareness will allow you to see the light. Some of you have the window of like your past beliefs closed. So you have your room is dark because you're closing out the light. You, you don't wanna hear any new ideas. You're like, I know it. I, I, uh, stay away from me. Don't come in my room. Open the shades. You're like, oh, there's light. Oh, I can be more consistent. Oh, there's hope for me. And when you start to have that mentality, you've arrived because you realize that you've been where you want to be the whole time in yourself. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. It's the Holistic Motivator. Thanking you for sharing peace, light, love, energy with me this morning. I love doing this. Um, I get blessed when I do this. Somebody said, is this coming from your knowledge? I wish I could take, I wish I could take credit, but it's coming from God and he's blessed me with the things I need for my life. And the thing is, the more you strengthen your inside and stay still and be in tune, the more of these you will get. The answers that you've been looking for have been coming to you in the form of ideas, but you hear your ideas and you're like, they're just my crazy ideas just never gonna happen and you're like hey god tell me the answer what's the answer to my problems and then you have an idea light bulb and you're like ah, light bulb but they never did that my parents they never did that i can't do that ah. then you get another idea and you're like oh, i'll never be able to do that that's not me that's not me no 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 you get all the answers you're like maybe i should go join this class maybe i should join the Tai Chi class with the holistic motivator. Oh, maybe. Nah, that's not it, that's not it, that's not it. 
I'm not gonna give you the answers that God has given you. I don't have your answers. I am not a guru. I'm just the guy who opens the window. If you didn't want to open it, I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna open it for you slightly. And then you receive the light if you want it or not. All right, I gotta head out. But you can catch me back here, the Holistic Motivator, like my page, so you can always get the content. I'll be live tomorrow, 10 a.m. Be live Thursday, 10 a.m., Friday, 10 a.m. I'm live Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. You can subscribe to the podcast, Ed Talks Daily Personal Growth and Motivation. Everywhere, Instagram, I'm the Holistic Motivator. And like Les Brown says, that's my message, and I'm sticking to it. Remember, you have something powerful that wants to escape you. But until you believe it, conceive it, you won't be able to release it. Peace. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.